0: So welcome to the next episode of the Muscle and Mindfulness podcast. And in this episode, we have a special guest in the form of Alex. And now Alex is somebody that I recently discovered not too long ago, probably about a month or two months ago. I saw him on Instagram. His content resonated with me so much. And I've had the pleasure of having many talks with him since then. And Mm -hmm. I just had to get him on this podcast because I think when it comes to change, uh, especially when it comes to body transformation or change in any way, shape, or form, what Alex shares and the information that he, the information that he shares and the way he helps people, I believe is critical to making long-lasting change. So, Alex, it's a pleasure to have you on. Thank you, man. What a wonderful
1: introduction. And 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 shout out you for composing yourself self so well during the introduction. I, I record mine after I've recorded the podcast. So I don't <laughs> <laughs> I don't have that as a pressure going on, but you nailed it, man.
0: <laughs> well, I didn't think of that before now, but um that would make mm. things a bit easier. No, you smashed it, man. Keep doing what you're doing, it works. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um so before we get started. I would like to know, I mean, I know a bit about you, but I'd like the audience to know a bit bit more about you and what you do. Could you share some?
1: Yeah, of course. So, um, well, I'm a coach, I'm an author, I'm a podcaster. Um, that's what I do, <laughs> do in inverted commas. Um, but who I'm being in the world is is really what I, I focus on is that reflects into everything that I do. So um, just to give some backstory to that, go into a bit of the origin story here. Um, when I was eighteen to twenty-five, I was very depressed and unhappy and unsatisfied in my life, um, and I was I, I I was miserable basically, and and I didn't want to be around. Um, and over the years, I've I've turned that around uh, quite significantly, complete one eighty, I would say, um, through my own learning, through my own journey. And when I started to see that my own journey was really starting to shift my perspective on life and the world, I wanted to start to share that with people, which is why I started my podcast. I started interviewing people, I started sharing my story. Um, Off the back of that, I started writing more about my experience and my learnings. Um, And off of the back of that, people started to come to me and seek help or counsel or advice. Um, And that's how I kind of ended up in in coaching, um, because I was starting to see that there was something about what was changing for me that could be helpful for people, and I wanted to give people the opportunity to to learn that for themselves and and for me to play a role in other people's transformation. Um, so that's the short version of that's the shortest I've ever told that story. Wow, normally about like a fifteen minute monologue. <laughs>
0: that was very efficient. Um, mm. But of course, I wanted to I wanted to dive dive in a bit deeper because you said a few things there. Now, one of them was well, the first thing is how do you help the people that you help what do you do
1: mm-hmm. that's a, this is a great question right so uh what i do th- this is this is my way of describing it right is i uh, snake charm <laughs> i snake charm them um so this the snake coming out of the basket or whatever is the person's soul and the essence of their being and the place that essentially they're creating from in their life like what's the stories what's the beliefs what's the um ideas concepts you have about yourself that is then enabling is is then your platform to create how you see the world so i snake charm that out of them i get them to have a good look at it and then i say do you like this <laughs> more often not the answer is no <laughs> okay well how, what would you want to change and then we talk about what what they what they then want to create this their 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 story as as a way how they want how they want to create themselves in the world because to me the world is a purely psychological experience we experience everything through our thinking. So um, the me looking out the window at a tree, I'm going to think, oh, that tree looks quite nice. Now I'm having a pleasant experience of the tree. If I look out the window and it's raining, oh, it's a miserable rainy day. Now I'm having a miserable experience of the day. And it's that's all happened psychologically via thought. So we have these uh, subconscious thoughts about ourselves. I'm not good enough uh, I'm ugly. No one cares what I have to say. Um, I'm not a good enough son. I'm not a good enough partner. Uh, I'm giving you a list of what some of mine were. Um, no one, you know, uh, I, I, I have to try and fit in, in social, social situations, right? Imagine that being like my algorithm. So if that's the algorithm that's going on in my brain, everything that I, I perceive and everything that I view the world through is going to be through that filter. So once I started to see that that was the filter I was seeing the world through, I was then able to have a good hard look at it and start to see how true some of that stuff was. And when I started to see that there wasn't much truth in any of those statements, I was able to create. And it's not necessarily like a, or you write them down on a bit of paper. It's just like a more of a, it's a perception thing, right? I was able to create a, a new perception of life, which allowed me to experience things differently to how I was experiencing them before. Um, so that's kind of what, what, in a nutshell, what, what I do with people is help them to get out of their own way and create a life for themselves from a more powerful and, um, I don't know, embodied way is, is probably the best way to put it.
0: And something which I've come to realise during my time as a coach, uh, well, we'll get this. Basically, when I started coaching um, and I got my PT certificate, I was like, right, I'm ready to transform people's lives. All I need to do is tell them, here's your calories, here's how you train, and then that's a job done. They're going to go away and do it. But... As the years go by, it's been 10 years now, I've come to understand that when it comes to change, especially especially lasting change, it's way more than just about giving somebody the objective facts and telling them what to do. Because as you mentioned there, you cover loads of things uh, behind thoughts, behaviors, perceptions, beliefs, all of those types of things. And man, it just seems like a vast, vast area which kind of needs to be looked Mm. at if we are going to start having a different result in our life, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so hence why I was just so magnetized to your content and obviously the content, like that kind of content in general, because obviously me going through my own journey, I understand that this is probably the right way to go about making bigger improvements to my to my life and obviously my results. So um, you mentioned that you help people with this kind of stuff. Uh, how do you go about doing that you do one to one coaching right
1: yeah so one to one coaching group coaching retreat program uh, there's a bunch of ways that i do it mm. obviously there's different levels of intensity that come with that <laughs> if you're de- if you're doing one to one coaching it's more intense because you've got 90 minutes just to focus on you if it's a group there's 90 minutes and you know there's there's you know six to eight people in a group so there's a bit more space um and it, it's really just creating a a container in a way for people to live into the, their commitments live into the person they want to be so for example right if someone says to you hey like Ryan I want to you know I want to live healthier I want to um, run a marathon in under like three and a half hours and I, and I want to um, I don't know like lo- lose weight for example right that's great talk great awesome I love that I- I'm-, I'm behind you but if the way that they're living their life isn't matching up for, with that, then they don't actually have much commitment towards what they want to create, right? If okay. they're living their life like I'm eating loads of you know sweets and fast food and uh, I'm not training regularly and uh, a bunch of other stuff, then they're not, their commitment to what they want to create is, is very low. So there's a saying, the high cost of no commitment is low living. So when you have no commitment towards what you want to create, the cost of that is that you have a low quality of life, you know, if compared to what you want to, where you want to be, not just generally, right. But compared to where you want to be, Hmm. the low cost of high living is high, is high, is big commitment, high commitment, whatever you want to say, if you're ready to match your, your talk with your walk, then you'll probably create what you want so go back to the marathon example lose weight example well if you're eating well you're training regularly you're sleeping seven to eight hours a day you're drinking your water you're disciplined you're committed chances are you're going to be able to run that marathon and i can't remember what i said three and a half hours you're more likely anyway not guaranteed but you're more likely so what i do is i help people match where do you want to get to in your life what do you want to create with where they're currently creating from so if you're creating from a place of low commitment and low um your, your talk isn't matching your walk or whichever way around it is your walk isn't matching your talk that's the way around <laughs> <laughs> yeah. then that's that's the work that we're doing we're going to work on who are you being who do you need to be in order to to, to create what you want to create and we look at all of the things that get in the way along that journey
0: okay so how you change them is do you do you kind of like dissect their behaviors uh i'm sure you yeah do you dissect their behaviors their their thoughts their beliefs Do you go over like everything like really go down to the deep core of who like who they're being is that fair to say
1: yeah so what w- the first thing that i'm likely to do and it's not this isn't always this is just generally speaking right but the first thing i'm likely to do is just hold up a big old mirror and say this is this is what you're currently being like in the world is that what you want
0: wow even that is just <laughs> yeah exactly like, scary. like i've
1: had it done to me bro it's scary man like, i was like oh crap like i don't that's not how i want to be <laughs> yeah um so that's the that's one of the first things let's have a good look at where you're currently coming from what does your life currently look like then let's have a look at what do you want to create where do you want to get to what's your what does your dream life look like and it doesn't have to be tangible things it can just be i want to be a really Loving person, I want to. It doesn't have to be like money or business or anything like that, or like I run a marathon. It can be intangible as well. But the question is, who who do you need to be in order to create that? Someone who's going to be able to run a marathon in under three and a half hours isn't going to be drinking and partying on the weekends and taking drugs and getting no sleep and eating KFC and you know drinking fizzy drinks every day. They're probably going to be going to bed early getting up at a reasonable hour doing some training drinking their water seven to eight hours sleep that's who they're being in the world they're committed to and disciplined with the, their lifestyle that's th- then gonna help create what they want to create um so that's what we look at we look at like who, who are you being and and we take a look at you know like i said the the stories and the beliefs that you have that are um helping you or not helping but like the way uh, they're creating the life that you're currently living because once we clear those out and we've got a fresh clean slate to work from Mm. and we we, another way to look at it is like i will melt someone down and then help remold them into who they want to be
0: do you ever find and i'm sure you do that it's difficult or there are some roadblocks in the way because if you tell me, okay, if you want to be a three and a half hour marathon runner, then you need to get up tomorrow. You need to do this, do that, and you obviously tell them all of the things that, and you even dive deep into what they what they mm. need to think and what beliefs they have which are stopping them. But I can imagine there's a bit of a bumpy road, right? And I'm sure there are like blocks.
1: Yeah, and 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 those the blocks are what we tend to look at, that because okay. it's it's it and I'll give you an example, right? So um for me one of the things i've been working with with my coach at the minute is i want to be a um more loving boyfriend to my to my partner right which is one of the things we're looking at so there's i can i can go on google right now and type in how can i be a more loving partner to my girlfriend and there'll be a bunch of stuff that i can do Now, if I don't have the commitment to actually embody any of those things, then the information is useless. So what I find is that people don't tend to have a gap in the information because Google can provide us all of the answers. How do I run a marathon in under three and a half hours? How do I build a successful coaching business? How do I be a better parent? How do I uh have more confidence right there's there's going to be a youtube video or a blog or a twitter thread or something Mm. to give you the answers right what you do with that information is what really counts right so for me what we tend to look at when i work with people is like okay we you know what you want so let's let's mold you into the person who lives in alignment with that and that's it because a lot of people, in my experience, anyway, and and personally speaking, and also with the people that I've spoken with, are not living in alignment with what they what they want to create. And here's the here's the important thing as well. It's not, this is actually, this is the most important thing. It's not about when I run a marathon in under three and a half hours, then I'll be happy. Mm. It's about be happy now because you can be. You, you can be happy and at peace and, and grateful in your life right now in this current moment. And from that place, you're more likely to create what you want to create because you don't have an a, 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 a strong attachment to it in a sense that it by doing that, it will make me happy because it, it won't because there's nothing outside of your own thinking that can make you happy me running a uh, i don't know why i keep using the marathon example but me running a marathon in under three and a half hours isn't going to make me happy me earning a million pounds isn't going to make me happy me going on holiday isn't going to make me happy however my thinking about running a marathon in under three and a half hours will make me happy my thinking about going being on holiday is going to make me ha- my thinking about uh me being on holiday is what's going to make me happy. My thinking about what it means to me to have a million pounds will make me happy. So it's it's all thought generated. Mm. You know, the, thought, the thoughts that we have create the feelings. And more often than not, we're chasing a feeling in something external to us. But if our thinking is what creates our feelings, then what are we really chasing?
0: Mm.
1: We're, we're, we're chasing a... Um. Uh, like a, it's like the hamster wheel you like you never get there because you're trying to chase something that you already have
0: Um, I totally understand it right the idea of being being the person that you want to be right however when there's I this is from my own perspective and I know that for other people as well they're having a good week or their motivation's high and everything's ticking over but then something bad happens mm. and then it's easy for the old kind of thoughts to creep in. And then that can affect the outcome of a certain result that you're trying to do or certain behaviors. And then that can reinforce the thinking like, oh, see, like, this is who you are, blah, blah, blah.
1: Hmm. And
0: it can be difficult to kind of, I don't know, that, that always seems like it's just ready, waiting for me, hmm. slip up and kind of prove that I'm wrong or something like that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, that can be a hard one to shake, right? yeah
1: and and this this is the thing right completely completely this is this is the thing that stuff doesn't go away the thinking of that doesn't go it doesn't just disappear one day it's still there it just comes down to how serious are you taking that thinking are you believing that thinking to be the truth or are you seeing it as just a passing thought so what i mean by that is like if we experience everything through our thinking the idea oh i'm i'm not good enough or i don't feel motivated today or you know uh, i don't know whatever right I'm, I'm not confident that that that's a that's a thought right is, is a thought ever permanent no no it's fleeting it's temporary so if you're choosing to see that thought as the absolute truth of your life then yeah, every time that thought pops up, I'm not surprised if you start to believe it more and more and more. But here's the thing. If something happens outside of you, so situations change, something goes wrong, you face some kind of adversity, right? There's nothing in adversity that can keep you in the negative feeling of it because the feeling is fleeting. Because the feeling is coming from your thinking about the the situation, the event. And as we just uncovered, thoughts are uh, temporary, they're passing. So there's nothing in the actual adversity itself, the situation or the event that can keep you stuck in the negative feeling. The only thing that can keep you stuck in the negative feeling is how seriously you're taking that and how much power you're giving that negativity, Mm. which again is psychological, right? happens within your mind um and this is and this is a really important conversation because when it comes to you know i suppose with what you do a lot of it comes down to motivation is someone motivated to go to the gym is someone motivated to you know eat the right food is someone motivated to x y and z motivation to me is a feeling i feel motivated i don't feel motivated now here's a spoiler alert for everyone right (laughs) it is possible to to act independent of the feelings that you're having so if you don't feel motivated to go to the gym today it doesn't mean that you can't go to the gym they don't have to one doesn't equal the other it would be like me saying oh um i i can only go to the gym when there's peanut butter in my fridge so every time I open the fridge and I don't see peanut butter, I like, oh, can't go to the gym today. I open it next day, up. Oh, no peanut butter, can't go to the gym today. Like one doesn't have anything to do with the other. We can, I can convince myself as much as I want that I need peanut butter in the fridge in order to go to the gym today. But it, I don't, it, it's not, it doesn't, it doesn't matter, right? Now the difference with with the the feeling of motivation is it feels a lot more real in the moment but I can pretty much guarantee you right 99.99% of athletes uh, I would do that because it's probably an exception somewhere but 99.99% of athletes probably aren't motivated feel motivated to train every day that they train yet they still train same goes with with parenthood right of parents probably don't feel motivated every day to look after their kids, but they still do,
0: Mm.
1: right? So that shows us that it's possible to act independent of your feelings. And for me, where the most transformation has happened in my life is where I've been in action rather than being in my feelings. being in action means i am going to the gym even when i don't feel motivated to go i still go being in action means i um eat No, that's probably a bad one i drink my two liters of water a day or whatever even when i don't feel like i can be bothered that's probably a bad example but you get what i mean right yeah and, and, and here's, here's a really important thing that I want to highlight, right? What I'm not saying is dismiss your feelings. Feelings mm. are all valid, right? It's just understanding the nature of where your feelings are coming from. Because more often than not, we think our feelings are coming from an external source. So um, the weather is raining and now I feel miserable. But it's the thought of, oh, it's a miserable day today outside oh I can't be bothered to go outside because it looks cold and wet that then makes me feel miserable it's got nothing to do with the day per se but it's got everything to do with my thinking about the day so I'm not trying to invalidate I don't know if that's a word invalidate any feelings yeah because the most beautiful thing about being a human being is that we have a broad spectrum of emotions and feelings from extreme hate and anger all the way through to extreme joy and love and everything in between now if we start labeling which is what i did for a long time of my life 50 percent of those emotions and feelings as bad or negative then i'm going to experience them as bad and negative when i'm angry when i'm frustrated when i'm uh, upset when i'm whatever right fearful Mm -hmm. and all of the other stuff is is great and amazing right it's good and, and positive now i'm creating a divide in my life i'm creating a divide in how i experience everything if i feel this it means i'm in a bad mood if i feel this it means i'm in a bad place if i mean this if i feel this it means something negative yet if i feel this it means something positive it's 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 trying to move away from that because that wasn't very helpful in my life that was allowing my my feelings and emotions to dictate what i could and couldn't do in my life Whereas what I'm trying to point at here is that there's it is very possible for us to act in in um, independently of our feelings. We can still feel the feelings, still feel them. Yeah, they're beautiful, beautiful feelings. It's, it's a pleasure to be able to feel everything on that emotional spectrum. It's the greatest thing about being a human being is that we have so many emotions. But understand where the where the feelings are being created from. You understand where the feelings are being created from what I've experienced is I've started to take them less seriously. So when I am angry or upset or in a low mood, I don't take it seriously as being like, oh, this is such a negative thing or dah, dah, dah. it's it's just a reflection of my thinking in that moment. I'm probably going to be pissed off at some point again in my life. Be very surprised if I'm not. Usually it's when Arsenal lose a football match, <laughs> usually, right? <laughs> so that, but, yeah. <laughs> do you know what i mean it's it's it's. so i'm not trying to invalidate any feelings it's the opposite it's fully validating the feelings whilst also understanding where the feelings are actually coming from mm. and there's that, freedom in that
0: that definitely resonates and when it comes to obviously i'm a coach i help people change their behavior And no doubt that all of these things are so relevant when it comes to changing our behavior, because when it comes to food and activity, especially when you're kind of out of whack anyway, there's going to be loads of thoughts and behavior, thoughts and feelings around these that aren't necessarily going to align with the actions that you need to take in order to move forward. So Mm. um, hopefully the people who are listening to this can digest it understand it and maybe it opens them up to kind of a new way of a new way of having a relationship with their thoughts and feelings so man that's incredible it was definitely incredible for me understanding all this stuff so no mm. I, uh, I appreciate you coming on and spitting some wisdom man
1: mm, thank you man. i can uh, and i know we're, you're trying to wrap this up i get the signal but before we do <laughs> <laughs> no
0: i'm not can necessarily I just... man I, I know we're on the time kind of but i'm cool, I'm cool.
1: Um, I just want to ask this real quick right what what's changed for you since you started to understand this stuff that we've been talking about in this conversation
0: I feel a lot freer because I've started to take action I've started doing things um, which would have been hindered by uh, my emotions behind it so things uh, emotions would come up then thoughts would come up about stories about myself about why these emotions are coming up and why i shouldn't change this behavior but now i can take a step back i can be a bit more aware and then i can just do what's necessarily what what i need to do regardless Uh, to be honest if i was still going by my thoughts and feelings this podcast wouldn't be happening right now Mm. yeah there you Um, go man yeah exactly (laughs) so uh yeah like i said this is uh this is something i think a lot of people are missing they might not get it at first but once they understand it and they can start living it and being it then it's going to be a game changer for them
1: Mm. Yeah. yeah awesome man thank you for answering that um and i i wanted to ask you because i think it's 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 one thing you know me saying it but to hear it from someone else you who who has some understanding of this stuff and what's been changing is like I love that man and and the way that you've shown up like you said if you were buying into the, the feelings this podcast wouldn't be happening right now that says everything man and it's like you're you're showing up in a way where you're really wanting to take a stand for the work that you do you're wanting to take a stand for the learnings that have been helpful for you and you want to share those with other people because you know that ultimately whether it's people generally in your life or people that you work with that's going to be helpful for them to 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 start creating and becoming the person that they want to become, mm. and I think that's amazing, man. So so massive, um, yeah, kudos to you for that.
0: Appreciate that, Alex, and thank you for your help so far. Pleasure, man. Cool. So, um, where can people find you?
1: Best place, um, is Instagram at I am Alex Manzi. I am all on all other platforms under the same handle. Uh, Instagram is where I hang out the most. Uh, my dms are completely open so well i'd like to invite anyone who's listening to this if if you found this conversation interesting i'd love to know what you got from it what was the learning that you're taking away from it i don't want anything from you for for dming me i'm not going to try and sell you something that's not how i roll i'm just generally curious about these types of conversations i'm having them all the time and um, i'd love to open up the space for you as well so I'd love to hear from you if this if this um, has struck something in you, whether you agree with it or disagree with it as well. I'd love to hear that also.
0: And before you go, something which I ask all of my guest speakers is if you could give one actionable tip for the listeners to do um, on a daily or weekly basis, what would that be?
1: Be grateful for everything you have, and then you'll have everything you want and more.
0: Gratitude. Nice. Cool. That's the first time I've heard that one, but no, that's very important. All right. Thank you for jumping on, man. It's been a pleasure.
1: Pleasure. Thank you.